and thank you for tuning in to Connections and Directions, our University of Michigan Civil and Environmental Engineering podcast. My name is Michelle Santillian, and I am the CEE Marketing Communications Specialist and host of this series. During our podcasts, we are featuring members of our CEE community and how their work reflects our mission of engineers in service to society. We will be highlighting our strategic directions and our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. CEE's five strategic directions are human habitat experience, shaping resource flows, adaptation, automation, and smart infrastructure finance. Today, we are talking with Pat Brainerd, the CEE Unit Administrator, and she will be discussing her role in helping CEE achieve its mission of engineers in service to society. Welcome, Pat. Thank you for having me. As Unit Administrator, how do you view yourself as participating in our CEE strategic directions? Well, I had the good fortune of participating in both the creation of the strategic directions as well as the implementation committees. So with any strategic plan, one of our goals is to ensure that all members of our community can see themselves fitting into it. For us, that includes the entire U of M CEE community, which means faculty, staff, students, alumni, etc. From the staff perspective, we support the faculty and students who are conducting research within these five areas or teaching them in our classrooms or advising our students, organizations, and teams. We view our role as collaborating, creating, and innovating alongside our talented faculty and students, and we support our global impact of our strategic directions with our commitment to teamwork, cooperation, and mutual success toward common goals. These are all part of our staff mission statement. From my personal perspective, I communicate and promote our directions. We use them as a guide when conducting faculty searches or when meeting with the college leadership regarding strategic planning or financial requests. And you mentioned how the strategic directions are in support of our global mission. How does our mission of engineers in service to society resonate with you? To me, this is really similar to the leadership style referred to as servant leadership. Uh, in a nutshell, that concept means putting others ahead of oneself. So that might be reflected in the greater good of a team over a manager, the organization's success more so than any particular department, or putting ethics above financial gain. Within U of M Civil and Environmental Engineering, I see this as applying many of the servant leadership components to the way that we conduct our research, how and what we teach our students, and how we interact with each other within our own community. For example, our researchers may partner with municipalities to address a concern. If we approach the situation by assuming that we understand all of the problems, have all of the answers, we are not going to be very successful, and we certainly aren't exemplifying good leadership. We need to build trust, listen carefully, ask questions to seek understanding, and determine possible solutions together. In service to society also means treating people equally, respectfully, with dignity, 
and integrity. And as you ended on that note with respect and integrity, how do you see DEI incorporated in CEE's initiatives, not necessarily specific to a single class or research area? Sure. Um, to be honest, there are so many aspects of DEI that it would really be difficult to name all of the ways that we incorporate them. We value diversity of opinion, background, and experiences, which each individual brings to the department. We intentionally build relationships, especially within the staff team, to embrace our differences and learn about and from each other. We have several staff with hidden disabilities, so we understand that disabilities do not mean inability. We host and attend DEI training. Uh, we have a certificate available for staff, faculty, and students to attain as we participate in more DEI activities, discussions, and reflections. We plan events with inclusion in mind, as well as making our marketing materials, website, and recruiting information accessible. We have a DEI roadmap, a very active DEI committee, and a DEI program manager committed to working on a broad range of DEI initiatives. We align with the College of Engineering and the overall university, of course, with our DEI. Our Pelham Scholars Program provides an industry mentoring program for master's students from diverse backgrounds and allows those students to, um, in turn, mentor undergraduates as well. We request DEI statements from applicants to help ensure DEI is valued by those wishing to join our department. And what we don't do is we don't assume that DEI is a standalone topic. We make sure that we want to weave it into our daily work, like you're doing with these podcasts. Can you provide some additional examples of DEI that you'd like to highlight? Sure. Uh, for one example, when we're posting for a new staff position, we use software designed to make the language more inclusive with the intent of getting a well-qualified, more diverse applicant pool. We involve several people in the interview process, including faculty and the team members with whom the new hire is going to work. The interviewers are all provided a list of the required and desired qualifications so that we can rate applicants against them in a consistent fashion. And I also share information compiled regarding uh, potential biases in interviewing so that we know to avoid those. And when we're ready to make an offer to a candidate from our um, pool, I extend the highest possible salary that the college HR team will permit based on the applicant's education, skills, and experience. And I do this because I know that some people, typically women, are not comfortable negotiating salaries. So extending the top figure mitigates this issue, along with the longer-term effects, such as merit increases being smaller. And another example that I have is more related to curriculum. Uh, we've kicked off a project to compile stories that show both good and not so good examples of historical, civil, and environmental engineering practices affecting communities. The stories come from peer-reviewed journals or popular resources such as newspapers with a two-fold goal. We plan on creating case studies to use in our curriculum with facilitated discussions about ways we can learn from the case, but we also plan to share those stories within our broader Big Ten Plus network of universities in support of the greater benefit to have more CEE faculty and students across the nation learn from our efforts. What would you say to prospective students who are considering applying to our CEE department? 
Well, I would say that civil and environmental engineering combines the oldest and newest degree programs in engineering into an exceedingly broad group of highly impactful areas of study. Uh, there are numerous subdisciplines within CEE, such as air and water quality, transportation, construction, just to name a few. CEE also intersects with many other disciplines, such as robotics, business, finance, and public policy, which means that you can create a path that will fit your career interests and goals. And much of the work is not at a typical desk job uh, constrained to an office or cubicle. In addition, our class sizes are relatively small and you have the op opportunity to work more closely with some of the instructors. If you're seeking part-time employment, there are temp positions available as graders or instructional aides, and some of the faculty seek students to assist with their research. And student organizations such as the Concrete Canoe Team, Steel Bridge Team, or the Chi Epsilon Honor Society are very active and provide opportunities to meet and have fun with other students. So that means that all in all, the life of a CEE student can be well balanced between education, work, and social activities. What attributes would you say make our department distinct from other universities' CEE departments? Well, for one thing, our programs are consistently among the top ranked. And by our programs, I mean all of our undergrad and graduate degree programs. Uh, our faculty, students, and staff all engage in creativity, innovation, and daring where possible. And that makes it more exciting. We're also part of a larger comprehensive university where we can easily partner with other top-ranked leaders at our business school, law school, school of public policy, and of course our health system. And, and that's not to mention the other engineering disciplines right here at this college. This provides resources that are more readily available than what other universities might have. Our location is another unique feature. Ann Arbor is consistently ranked as a great place to both live and work. There's many cultural and sporting activities within town or close by in Detroit, which is less than an hour away, or Chicago, which is only a four hour train ride. And also, I think um, that our DEI commitment is probably much better than what most other programs are. And what are your goals for CEE in 2023? I've been much more involved with the marketing aspects of the department and would like to see more of our strategy implemented in 2023. We want to demonstrate and promote the fact that we are a destination department where faculty, staff, and students desire to work and learn with cutting-edge research, small class sizes, excellent facilities, and a positive culture. This will also enhance our reputation beyond recruiting, such as with professional organizations, industry, and academia. Another goal concerns our staff and faculty who've joined in the last year or during the pandemic. With so many newer colleagues, I'd like to go beyond basic onboarding and really build strong relationships within each team and between our teams. I'd like to increase the high quality connections that we have with each other because it's much more energizing to work with people who are empathetic, uh, can see another's perspective, are respectful in their interactions, and can be playful yet fully engaged with the work at hand. And is there a particular project you've worked on over the years or projects um, that you feel particularly proud about? I would say that I am uh, proud of 
a couple of things that come to mind. One is our onboarding with uh, the staff. We have been pretty detailed and, and have a process that's evolved over the years that involves the whole department and really has a welcoming sense for any new hire. So they have the opportunity to meet with other staff in different roles, get to know them, learn about what other people do. We have a lot of resources we give that they can refer back to so they don't have to memorize everything in their first week here. We um, ensure that they have a lot of interactions and repeat some of the same information so that they can um, learn it, you know, hear it a couple of times and, and it becomes more of a memorable to them. And it also means that we're building relationships right from the get-go. And I think that's really important. I've emphasized that a lot, our positive culture and our relationship building and the, the fact that we are a very strong team. So when you're meeting with all new people in your first week, you're bound to connect with one or two more so than others. And that's somebody you're going to later go to and say, I know you don't do this particular area, but I don't remember who does and can you help me? And that's going to help that person, both the new person as well as the, the mentor, because it's rewarding and showing gratitude and utilizing the skill set that's there. So uh, I'm pretty proud of, of that particular program that we have. It's very strong in our department. Um, and I've also been able to share that with other unit administrators and other departments to help them grow their programs. So that's been one I, I would say I'm probably pretty proud of. And is there anything else you would like to add? Well, we've talked about our strategic directions, mission, DEI initiatives, what makes us unique, and a couple of our goals. So I'd just like to add how proud I am to work at Michigan, and in particular, CEE. I can be creative, have fun, I'm always learning in my role, and these align well with my personal values. I have the chance to mentor others in their leadership journeys, and I've built many strong relationships within the, with the colleagues here. So thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to our podcast conversation. For more information about CEE at Michigan, please visit our website at cee.umich.edu. You can also reach our YouTube channel and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn pages from our website.